0: Steve Jobs once said, we're here to put a dent in the universe. Well, FinTech has certainly put a dent in the financial services industry over the past few years. This podcast series focuses on the story of those individuals who took Jobs' advice, the dent makers, if you will. This is the FinTech 5. For today's episode, we're actually with Kathleen Pierce Gilmore, I'm going to call her KPG for the rest of the interview because it's so much easier. I always mess up names. So KPG, I love that that, that's your your little moniker. Um, Can you talk about your role at PayPal?
1: Sure. So I'm the Vice President General Manager of the Credit Business in the Americas. It's our consumer financing product that we offer through merchants and directly to consumers.
0: And how long have you been with PayPal?
1: You know, it's been about 15 months. I joined uh, after four years at Capital One and about eight and a half years at American Express. And I haven't looked back since.
0: That's a that's a very good way of putting this, and and within the the show links, we're actually going to have a KPG's interview that we did for FemTech Leaders, which is one of my actually one of the favorite interviews I did, because you talked about um, just your experience of, of working at companies and hiring, and how much you're focused on mentorship. And so I can't help it; I got to dive there. Why? Why is it so important to you?
1: Well, I think it's all about leverage. So. I mean, I like to think that I'm fairly capable, but the reality is I know so many people that have so much more potential and bringing the right people in, giving them the right scope, the right empowerment and the right support and then getting out of their way yields tremendous business results. And I personally get a lot of gratification out of building those relationships. The, the folks that I've hired into PayPal, I know for sure are going to go on to do bigger and better things. And I fully expect someday I will be working for some of them.
0: <laughs> but that's the best way, right? You get talented folks yes. and watch them come up. What's interesting, you're with PayPal, but not PayPal in Silicon Valley. You're PayPal, well, Baltimore, I'm assuming, because you're in DC.
1: Yes, Timonium. So our credit business actually came to us through the acquisition of Bill Me Later, which was uh, fa- co-founded by Gary Marino. And it is a uh, Baltimore based, and we've kept it. So we've kept, uh, there's actually quite a few people that are from the original Bill Me Later. So while we've integrated our product into PayPal very effectively, we still have this site where um, where we've really kept a nice core culture. Timonium. Timonium. It's not just an element on the periodic table.
0: <laughs> you completely stole my joke, which was what is the element number, but we'll uh, we'll, we'll make one up and put it there. Um, How long have you been in D.C.? Is that that originally where you're from?
1: No, I'm actually originally from uh, Southern California, and I moved to New York when I went to work for American Express, and when I came to Capital One, that's when I moved to the the D.C. area, five years ago.
0: Okay, you're from Southern California, but if I'm not mistaken, you went to school at Northwestern.
1: I did. That was my first foray, foray into cold weather. It was quite a shock. I spent the first half of my life trying to get out of San Diego and the rest of my life trying to get back.
0: You are the only person in the history of me talking to people that tried to get out, other than a, an NFL player, of San Diego. That is absolutely shocking. San Diego is one of the most beautiful places in the world. I
1: know, and now, now you figure it out that I'm not very smart.
0: <laughs> um, so I'm curious growing up, and I ask this question a lot. I asked you this when I interviewed you for FemTech Leaders. Is this what you thought you would be doing?
1: No, I have to admit, I really had no plan. I actually wanted to be a scientist for a long time and realized that that You know, While I was in college, I did some research and realized that's not what I wanted to do. So when I left school, I went into consulting, which is the perfect job for someone who doesn't know what they want to do because you get exposed to a lot of difficult problems and a lot of um, analytical frameworks and amazingly talented people and stretching opportunities. And a lot of times you get to travel the world and I did. Um, And then when I decided I wanted to stop traveling, I just sort of had a heart to heart with myself and thought about what kind of company do I want to work for? I want it to be a brand that I'm a customer of. and that's how it came up with American Express.
0: We've talked about this before, and I definitely want to talk about it now. Why is financial inclusion, that concept, so important to you? Because it is. You talk about this all the time.
1: It is. Um, and it's. it was a subconscious driver of my love of American Express. So I grew up really poor. I watched my mom and stepdad struggle really, really struggle and they used credit cards to survive and then it turned into a cycle that they didn't, they couldn't get out of for decades. And it really formed inside of me a strong conviction around financial responsibility and financial discipline. And that's what Amex res- represented to me, the concept of the charge card, which was essentially forced discipline on your monthly expenditures. it it was a subconscious thing. I thought I just liked the company. It was cool. They had great rewards products. And then as I started to develop and proceed through my career, and when I went to Capital One, that passion for financial responsibility really kind of turned into a raging fire. (laughs) And it it just kind of came to the forefront for me how much I cared about helping vulnerable people find a way to be financially healthy.
0: So we're down to the last minute. It's rapid fire. And this is a five-minute podcast, everybody, because I have ADHD, and you start drifting above five minutes. I'm—we're in a brewery right now, that in in North Carolina, that is really cool. And I am listening to everything you say, but again, it's my attention span. So last last minute rapid fire is no wrong answer. Okay, what did you study at Northwest?
1: Uh, I was in the integrated sciences program, which is the same as uh, majoring in math, physics, chemistry, biology, and computer science.
0: What did you score on your SAT or your ACT?
1: Um, very high. <laughs>
0: I didn't. Uh, that is, a, yeah, I was going to yeah. say. Cause
1: on, on math, I scored very high. On reading, I think I was remedial.
0: <laughs> so I'm going to ask this question because, again, that background, folks, That's at, at Northwestern, I'll keep saying that, <laughs> the importance of STEM studies for younger women.
1: You know, I I feel like I was one of the early uh, the early examples of this. My my dad, when I was young, would give me attention on solving math problems and riddles, and it was how I derived self worth and value. And I it ended up really translating into how I focused in school, and I I enjoyed it. And I I mean, I used to take chemistry exams on Saturdays for fun as part of like a competition. So I really firmly believe exposing girls at an early age is the right way to. Uh, Advance.
0: And it's it. It's it. And importance. I've I've got four kids. I think I told you that a couple times. The importance of reinforcing that with kids at a young age, boys and girls, doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's about exposing them and encouraging them to take risks and letting them feel comfortable not getting things right because ultimately, I think that's what keeps kids from advancing is when they start to see that they're not good at something and they give up and they start to develop fear, when you repeatedly teach them that they need to keep going back at it, I guess it's the growth mindset, right? That's I think what advances us. So,
0: so you can tell I suck at science because this is no way a one-minute rapid fire but we're still, I don't care, it's my podcast. Um, <laughs> Last question. Your favorite scientist?
1: Oh my goodness! My favorite scientist. I don't remember her name, but she's the one that invented the computer. She was the original coder. Oh my oh, goodness!
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh crap! <laughs> I'm gonna drink a beer and I'm gonna remember it.
1: Was just, it just happened.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Oh my God. Okay. It'll be on the website. I apologize (laughs) to everybody. All right, KPG, where can we learn more about what you're doing at PayPal?
1: Um, Go to paypal.com and you can browse around and learn about PayPal credit and our PayPal credit card.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you for the time. Yeah, I'm blanking out. They had the woman from NASA that did.
1: Grace Grace Hopper.
0: Oh, I love Grace Hopper. Oh my God. How do we not remember that? There we go. Grace Hopper, everybody. Perfect.
1: (laughs) No, don't be embarrassed. (laughs)